Hello everyone. We're so glad that you've joined us again this Sunday. As a pastoral team, we can't tell you how much we miss fellowshipping with you all in person, face to face. We're actively praying though that we are soon coming to the end of this valley experience called pandemic. Having said that, I know that the Lord has been doing a deep work in all of us, and we will be richer because of it. Just before we go into our message, can I remind you that tomorrow night there is a Zoom National Church Prayer Gathering. It begins at 7 o'clock. We will have special guests from India and Brazil who are going to share with us. Check your emails for particulars. Well, it's Mother's Day in North America, so I want to wish all mothers a very happy Mother's Day. We celebrate you today. Usually when we're together, we hand out flowers to all ladies to help celebrate. However, even though this isn't possible right now, know today that you are appreciated and loved. I also want to say that I know that this particular day is painful for some. Many have suffered great loss. Let me give you a word of encouragement though today. I want you to know that the Lord has seen your pain. In fact, He has cried along with you. And he is well able to bring you through and cause you to be victorious even in your loss. He will continue to add to you in so many ways, even in things that you can't even begin to imagine right now. As Holly said last week, your lament will turn into praise. I pray you will know his love and courage in a new way even today. I want to share for a few minutes on the subject of nurture. The definition of this word nurture means to care for, to encourage, the growth of, to raise, to train, to educate, to foster self-esteem, to cherish, to protect. These are the wonderful benefits of nurturing. As human beings, we are born with a basic need to be nurtured. Children who grow into adulthood without receiving adequate nurturing experience loss and a certain amount of heartache because that hasn't been given to them. Now Jesus was and is the perfect example of what it means to be one who nurtures. While on earth, not only did he bless and collect the children around him, even when others were displeased and figured that that the children were not worthy of his time and attention, but he also nurtured the adults. In fact, he nurtured everyone who was associated with him as followers. On the cross, he was obedient to be lifted up, to die on behalf of mankind, so that we all now would be able to experience what it means to be delivered, set free from sin and brokenness, to a new life of being completely transformed. How's that for being nurtured? He was selfless, giving himself up in death for the whole world. So now, because of this most wonderful fact, those of us who believe can now follow in his footsteps, able to nurture others. How many know that the world is calling out for true nurturing? Now to be those who can nurture others, we too, like him, have to be selfless to a great extent. You know, when a young couple become parents for the first time, they truly begin to understand what selflessness is all about. Why? Because now the need and wants of the child become what's predominant. The parents' needs needs become second or third because that's what love and nurturing is all about. 
And as the number grows, that requires them to become even more selfless. And sometimes that can be painful. Some of you know what I'm talking about. There is also a time when parents need to be nurtured. And that's what grandparents are all about. I want to zero in today on the work of the Holy Spirit in us. How many know that the Holy Spirit is a wonderful example of nurturing? Jesus said to his disciples before he ascended back to his Father in John 14 verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved, and helpless. I will come back to you. He was, of course, speaking of the Holy Spirit, who he would send to the earth. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. Let's talk a little bit about the orphan, in particular today as it relates to a person who may not have been nurtured adequately enough. Very often this results in the person having an orphan spirit. When this happens, the person usually has so many questions that they need answers for. Like for example, why wasn't I loved as I should have been loved? Who am I really? How do I get up and go forward from here? What is wrong with me? Does anyone really love me at all? You know, I've been thinking that maybe that's how the disciples felt at the Last Supper. Jesus had fed them. He had even washed their feet. He had nurtured them. He had shared his life with them completely. He had parented them, educating them in the things of the kingdom. Then at this critical time, he announced that he was going to be leaving them. Can you imagine how they felt? Notice they too had questions. How can we know the way? Show us the Father. These are actually orphan questions. Here's the thing. We all have some of those type of questions because we have come to realize that by ourselves, without the Lord, we are totally deficient in all areas of life. And the fact is that the sooner we begin to understand this, the sooner we will come into the wonderful understanding that he will never, no, never leave us as orphans. Please know this today. We will never be orphaned by God. What a wonderful sense of security that gives us. Yes! We are nurtured. It's guaranteed. Now let's also come to understand that to be nurtured by the Holy Spirit, we too have a responsibility to come to Him to be nurtured. It's possible that we think that it's only one's parents that can nurture us. But let me tell you that Holy Spirit can do a much better job than even the best of parents can. So how do we respond to the nurturing of Holy Spirit? Well, first, we have to be willing to participate and partner with him, remembering that proper nurturing in the natural means being led, taught, able to accept love unreservedly. When we come into this mindset, Holy Spirit will start the nurturing process. We need to find ourselves, for example, listening to his prompting, his teaching, accepting his love overtures into our lives. Sometimes it's a gentle nudging. For example, he may say to us, I want to help you change your whole way of processing things in your mind. And even though this may be a completely new concept to us, are we willing to follow his way? We must know absolutely that his way is always better for us. When maybe life is getting us down and we're feeling a lack of direction, we need to purposefully find ourselves talking to Holy Spirit and asking for his help. 
That's when he flows into us, giving us a feeling of security, being held, being covered against all odds. See, he is always, always accessible, and in fact eager to participate in our lives. We just need to follow, flow with him, follow him, give him access to do what only he can do in us. Often these days I wake up with a God song in my head, almost as if I'm already singing it before I've actually woken up. I'm sure you've had the same experience. I've come to see and understand that even in that little song, he has a message for me for that particular day. He's actually nurturing me. Maybe one line of it becomes really important as the day goes on. Or maybe because I've been prepared by the Holy Spirit, I can pass on that thought to someone else who needs to hear it. Nurturing. Secondly, I have to recognize on a daily basis that I can experience his overflowing love all the time. In the natural, a mother will do her best to be present for her child. She seems to instinctively know what's going on in their heads. She senses disappointments, sadness, fear, or worry, and will quickly come alongside and nurture with her love. She responds in a way that will bring a sense of security and a deep feeling in the child that they are totally loved and accepted. The wonderful thing is that even as adults, we can feel and sense his protective love, cheering us on, knowing he is looking out for us. Even a gentle rebuke from him actually results in us experiencing his love even more. We can come to understand what it actually means to be parented by him. Coming to know that he is for us, never against us. We can experience what it feels like to be held by his hand and be led by him. I remember an instance in my childhood. I was about four or five and in a crowd of people mistakenly taking another woman's hand, thinking it was my mother's. And immediately I knew without even looking up that this was not my mother's hand. I could tell by the feel of the hand it felt alien to me. Even though that happened so many years ago, I remember it vividly. We can know what it feels like to be led by his hand. We recognize it because it feels like no other hand. This is what it means to be nurtured by him. We can live daily in the love of God, being rooted in Him, being nurtured by His Holy Spirit. We can find a never-ceasing flow of love coming to us. We can know in reality the Holy Spirit coming alongside of us and telling us, don't fret, I have you, I've got your back, I'm with you, you are doing well. And when we're going through deep valleys, He is with us, walking with us through them. This is so comforting. And even for those who have not been nurtured so well in the natural, they too can experience the great endless supply of Father's love flowing through the Holy Spirit. This is real, my friends, and not imaginary. Here is the great encouragement of the Lord. So many can look back at their lives and say, I wasn't nurtured. My parent or parents didn't have what it took to nurture me because they themselves were not nurtured by their parents. I want to give you good news today. Don't look back in despair and think you are less of a person because of that. I want you to know that you can be continually nurtured by the Holy Spirit. As you allow Him to tutor you, He will come in and love on you and educate you in ways that are past finding out. 
when you give him the rights into your life, you will be amazed as to what happens. No longer an orphan, but able to be one who can accept his love and in turn love on others. This is the gospel. This is true nurturing. Now, how do we know that the Holy Spirit is by far the best nurturer? Well, remember how we said a few minutes ago that when one becomes a parent, our needs and wants become secondary to the needs of our child? Well, the Holy Spirit is on the earth not to make himself prominent. He is here on earth to make Jesus the prominent one. His work is to magnify Jesus to us and to the world. So, in that sense, Holy Spirit is also selfless. He just wants to show us and teach us about the love of Jesus and tutor us as to how we can continually come to him so we can be lifted up out of despair and heartache. The enemy wants to keep us down and keep us reminding us of past hurts, regrets, and dysfunction and make us believe that we have lost our way forever. However, with God, the exact opposite is what's true. Holy Spirit will point us in the right direction. He will console. He will teach us the way to go. He will heal completely discomforting memories and brokenness. It's called nurturing. So be encouraged today in whatever circumstance you find yourself. Please know that you can be nurtured by an ever-loving God who sent his spirit to earth so that those of us who believe will never be as orphans. There's a unique verse in Isaiah. It portrays, if you like, the motherhood side of God. Chapter 66, verses 12 and 13 say this, And you will be nursed, you will be carried on her hip, and playfully rocked on her knees, as one whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you. What an incredible promise. Please know this morning, you are loved with an everlasting love that will never fail. You are to be tutored, loved, admired by the one who loves like no other. I always finish off my messages with this phrase, remember you are loved. May you not only hear that today in passing, just as a nice cute phrase, but my prayer is that you'll experience it as never before. His arms are always open to receive you just as you are. Run with all your might today into his open nurturing arms. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are simply overcome with the purest of joys when we realize how much you have loved us. You don't love us from far away. You are up close and personal. You only want what is best for us. You will lift us up from what is sometimes the weariness of life and bring us into your safe place, the place where we can find rest, comfort, healing, and wholeness. We want to give to you today what in the past may have held us back, sorrow, hurt, dysfunction, regretful memories of things that maybe we should have received but didn't. So we make the distinct choice right now to come running into your open arms. As we have read, you will take us up on your knees and hold us tight. You will console and bind up our wounds. Even memories of the past can be redeemed so that you can use them to enable us to come alongside others with similar hurts and use us to nurture them. Will you give us the heart and tongue of a disciple, one that has been taught, so that we can bring your nurturing word to others? We declare today, your way is the only winning way, and we choose today to walk in it. Amen. Again, happy Mother's Day. Be blessed and be a blessing, and remember, you are loved. <laughs>